0: You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Welcome in everybody to a Friday edition of the Locked On Texans podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm John, some sports guy Hickman. Happy to be back to discuss the Houston Texas with you guys. Of course, don't do this show solo. My man Cody Davis is joining me today to kick off this weekend. Cody Davis, what's going on?
0: Nothing much man and on today's installment of locked on Texans John and I are going to play around with the idea of whether or not the Texans should explore trading Laramie Tunsil before the start of the 2021 season and then we're going to close out this installment of locked on Texans with some quick news and notes around the NFL and the Houston Texans but we're going to get this Friday installment of locked on Texans kicked off looking at whether or not us as fans and media members should be rooting for Tyrod Taylor's success next season. And I wanted to bring this topic up on today's show because if Tyrod Taylor can play arguably if not the best football of his career, that can actually put the Texans in a really good spot for their rebuild. The Texans might have an opportunity to shock some people and be a playoff caliber team, something that none of us have the expectations that this version of the Texans team will be able to accomplish but most importantly when you take a look at what Taylor's success this season can actually do for the Texans moving forward it would give them the opportunity and have the Texans a little bit more committed to allowing this season to be a red shirt year for Davis Mills in order to give him more time to develop as Houston's potential franchise quarterback for the future because because the more time that he can get learning the game of football under Tyrod Taylor, developing alongside Pep Hamilton, is just going to enhance his development moving forward. Plus, if Tyrod Taylor plays to the point where he could come close to or get all of that non guaranteed $12.5 million that's on his contract, there's going to be a possibility that he can actually resign with this Texans team for at least the next year or two. Once again, playing in favor of Davis Mills, giving him more time to develop. And I also want to mention this as well, John, that if Tyrod Taylor comes in and be successful, that also helps the Texans buy more time into how they're going to move on from the Deshaun Watson era now the next question john and this is something that you and i have talked about quite often here on locked on texans is how realistic is tyros taylor's success here in the city of houston and regardless how you feel about taylor regardless how you feel about the regression of this team Taylor is actually in a position where he can be a little bit successful here in Houston because for this upcoming season, he will be playing behind a solid offensive line. He has three solid receivers in Brandon Cooks, Chris Conley, and Randall Cobb that he's going to be playing alongside with and possibly four when you consider the development of Nico Collins. And he's going to be in the backfield with a much improved run game, unlike what Deshaun Watson had to play with last year during the 2020 season.
1: Yeah. I, when I look at Tyrod Taylor um, and this is going to sound kind of redundant because I'm sure I've said it before, but when I look at Tyrod Taylor, when I analyze what this team can do offensively, I think he's in a great situation to just, I hate to say prove that he still gots it, but we know that his, his, his one year his time in Cleveland didn't work out. Well, they were also waiting for Baker Mayfield to get prepared uh, last year. That didn't work out well because of the box injury, a punctured lung, or something along those lines. And then you had Justin Heber right behind you. He was waiting and getting prepared. Tyrod is just in a place right now where it kind of feels like you when you when you're on vacation and everything is just peaceful. I don't have to worry about the next man because the next man would be me if they brought me in to back up Deshaun Watson. But that situation is what it is. So I'm the first guy up. I am the next man. And the guy behind me, all I got to do is my job for 17 games, and I don't have to worry about him because he's a project quarterback, third-round third quarterback out of Stanford who only played a handful of games. He is in a position where he can succeed for his ceiling. Now, whether or not that's a, a high ceiling that's going to, you know, determine wins for Houston, that's to be seen. And I've said multiple times, I don't believe this team will win more than five games. However, Tyrod can definitely do himself some service if he performs, if he goes out there and he starts all 17 games, if he goes out there and passes for 3,500 yards, which is really low for the 2,000 type of football we have in quarterbacks in the 2010s, if he has a great TD to turnover ratio, If he puts up over 20 total yards like that for Tyrod, that is what teams, including Houston, who he's playing for and other teams around the league. If they need a bridge quarterback, if they need a quarterback to give themselves some time, then that's what Tyrod can do with this run game that I believe is about to happen here in Houston, that'll take off pressure. So we're not going to see him throw it 30 to 40 times a game Uh, with the, with the weapons around him with Brandon cooks. I think, the, you know, I, I think the, the chemistry between those two would be great because Brandon Cooks is right now the best receiver on this team. Also, I believe the chemistry between Tyrod Taylor and his tight end group would be, you know, very key to what this offense can do. We're looking at Brevin Jordan and we, we, we want him to be the number one tight end out the gate. But rooting for his success It's not something that I'm going to overly do. I've always rooted for Tyrod Taylor and his success in this league coming out of Virginia Tech. So I'm not going to start now because he's playing for Houston. What I will say is if we get the best version of Tyrod, then we may get a very formidable, respectable, not as bad offense as we think it could be without Deshaun Watson. My only concern is whether or not Tyrod Taylor will play all 17 games. Uh, but that's something that I believe you should be able to make some extra money off of. And if you want to do that, if you like prop bets, if you like betting on the outcome of the game by the small things, then you should check out Bet Online. I don't know what's stopping you. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Get the latest news, the odds, the info for your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, your UFC, MMA, and boxing action. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. Head to the website, use your mobile device, whether that's phone or some type of iPad, to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code LOCKEDON. Again, that's promo code locked on because BetOnline Online is your online sportsbook experts.
0: And continuing here on Locked On Texans, your home, everything Houston Texans. John and I wanted to discuss and play around with the idea of whether or not Nick Sirianni should look at the possibility of shopping Laramie Tunsil around prior to the 2021 NFL season. And the reason behind this thought is because. When you go back two years ago and take a look at the main reason why Laramie Tunsil was brought here to Houston, that reasoning that he was brought here for is no longer valid. And he was brought here to Houston to protect Deshaun Watson in order to maximize the potential of Deshaun and also help this organization possibly get to the Super Bowl or at least an AFC conference game. However, as we all know, the regression of this team is real and this is an organization that is playing for nothing but, let's be real, a top three pick in next year's NFL draft. And with that being said, John, me personally, I think it's best for the Texans to explore the trade market and see what they can get for Laramie Tonsil. as of right now. You are entering the prelude of a rebuild. It doesn't make sense for this organization to be paying a left tackle on an average of $22 million over the next two to three seasons. I understand you can bring up the argument, listeners, you guys can bring up the argument that Laramie Tunsil is by far one of, if not the best left tackle in the game and having him on your roster means that you have a solid offensive line. But what is there to pay Laramie Tunsil for when you're just playing for whether or not you're going to get the number one draft pick in next year's draft if i'm the houston texans if i'm nick asirio i'm searching the trade market to see what i can get for tonsil because the texans are not going to get what they gave up in order to get him here to houston but there are a few teams in my opinion, I believe, will be willing to give up, let's say, a second-round pick or let's say multiple second-round picks, no more than two, in order to get their hands on arguably the best left tackle in the game. I look at a team like the Seattle Seahawks, who that was part of the reason why Russell Wilson was kind of starting to get a little frustrated with his organization because he got tired of getting sacked so much. Russell Wilson hit the ground a total of 47 times during the 2020 season you put Laramie Tunsil on that offensive line, that sack number is going to take a significant drop.
1: Yeah, when I look at the possibility of a Laramie Tunsil trade, I only consider, you know, maybe four to five teams because if you are taking a trade, that means you're swinging completely for the rebuild offenses. And, and, and the they should. Five, and they should, right? But the four to five teams would only be teams that are a tackle away, a lineman away. Like off the top of my head, two teams that I think of would be the team, two teams that Houston has recent familiarity with. And that's the NFC West team. That's the um, the, the the Seattle Seahawks. They said Jadavian Clowney there. And that's the Arizona Cardinals. But I say that because this Arizona Cardinal team started off last year six and two. With that being said, that offensive line was not good. Same for the Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. The offensive line wasn't good. Larry Tunstall is a player that you can plug in immediately and at least clear up 8 to 12 sacks for your quarterback. And when you have quarterbacks like those two teams have, where at any given moment, the offense may break down and they'll make things happen with their legs or they just need more protection, Larry Tunstall is that guy. I don't think that we will ever see a trade of the magnitude that we saw with DeAndre Hopkins to Arizona happen. So I don't think Houston and Arizona will actually make any deals anytime soon. Don't forget, Dwayne Brown also went to Seattle. Jadavian Clowney, who I'll mention. Like, those are the type of teams that I can only really see in play for Houston. Just those teams that actually make sense to go all the way out for a left tackle like Jeremy Tunsil. And even still, I, I presume that Houston will pay some of his salary to make that deal go through, and then they will get maybe a second or third round back for a couple of years. But they, to your point, they will not get what they gave up. At this point, that doesn't matter. But if he is one of those pieces where they're walking around the building, they're walking around the NRG, uh, Nick Serios he's consulting with his coaches, with his scouting staff, with everybody. And he's saying, you know what? As much of a player we made like of him to be, that was a decision made by somebody else. And that person ain't in this building no more. He played with the church's money. We finally got a doorknob on his church. We're going to lock him out for good. We also got to move on from there, tons Now, is that actually a smart thing to do? Like I said, all of that to say this. Is that smart? Well, I mean, it could be they will not be tied into that humongous contract that only the Houston Texans would give, a left tackle. And, you know, shout out to Larry Tunsil. Uh, he's a very talented tackle in this game, but nobody would have given Larry Tunsil that kind of money. The Texans were leveraged. So if I'm Nick Casario, you know what? Let me wash my hand with this now. I don't want to see it happen. I don't. He's got two more years left on that contract after this season. And Larry Tunsell could come into some very good uh, – he could be very helpful for the next quarterback, especially if we're having this conversation of whether Davis Mills will be the quarterback for the future, Spencer Rall, or any of those young cats coming out of college next year, or whatever Houston does. No matter what, you're all going to need a tackle to protect your quarterback's blind spots. And Houston didn't do uh, – their due diligence with Titus Howard when they drafted him coming out because they immediately a couple months later traded for Larry Tunsil and I don't know if that window is still open and not for him to make that move from right tackle right guard we don't know what his 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 position is going to be back to left tackle so that's why I'm not too much of a fan of it but I'm only speaking what I don't like not what Nick Casario wouldn't do and that still remained to be seen Uh, He's one of those guys coming from the Patriots organization in that tree where a lot of the things that they may be thinking, whether it's issues, whether it's personnel, whether it's schematically, they keep that so in-house that you don't know about until it happens a lot of the times on the national side of it. And, you know, getting some money back, clearing up cap space and putting your team in a better position for the next couple of drafts doesn't sound like a bad idea until you go out there on a Sunday or Monday and the product on that offensive line is
0: complete trash because then can't nobody block. John, I do agree with your statement about how helpful he could be to the next quarterback, Um, especially if that person is Davis Mills. However, that just goes back to my main point it doesn't matter who the quarterback is this is a team that's not going to be ready to win in the next two to three years and by the time the texans are ready to win whether that be with rattler or mills or who or whoever the new quarterback might be laramie tonsil there's a good possibility that he can be long gone because he only has two more years left on his contract and i also want to bring this into consideration as well the trade between miami and the texans this is part of the reason why miami felt so comfortable in giving him up in the first place because they were in a terrible quarterback situation two years ago and miami looked at it from a standpoint of why will we pay laramie tonsil top dollars to protect a quarterback that we know we do not have faith in nobody knew there was going to get to a in the next year. And nobody knew Deshaun Watson was gonna be up for grabs for Miami two years from that trade. And the Texans and Laramie Tunsil himself are now in that same situation that the Dolphins were two years ago. That is part of the reason why I would like to see Nick Casario actually shop the market and see what you can get for Laramie Tunsil. Because outside of that contract, I think you can find some valuable pieces, especially if you can flip tonsil for a draft pick or a young prospect that can actually be valuable to your rebuild. Uh, He does have somewhat of a market. And one of the teams I would also like to throw in there is the Los Angeles Rams. They have Matthew Stafford right now. And given Stafford's injury history, the rams are going to do everything possible to make sure they keep that guy healthy for this upcoming season because they are one of the few teams with a realistic chance to win that yeah, they are to win the they super bowl are. next season what, and what conference are they in the vision the they same also conference. In the nfc like the <laughs> nfc
1: west has so much talent over there it seems like if we can get a little bit more protection for our quarterback mm-hmm. We may be able to really do something and and, and I have to cut you off, and I apologize. But oh, no. The Rams, when you look at Matthew Stafford over Jared Goff. Jared Goff had an MVP type of year. Jared Goff did lead that team to the Super Bowl. But Matthew Stafford is, without a shadow of a doubt, an upgrade over Jared Goff. They got out of that Todd Gurley contract. Uh, they're able to do a little bit, a, a little of everything offensively because they don't have to worry about – trying to force feed anybody. That's one thing Matthew Stafford has been good at since uh, Calvin Johnson retired. And then you look at the defensive side of the ball, Aaron Donald got them boys rocking and rolling, uh, Jalen Ramsey. So it's like, what do we need? What, what can we add? And Larry Tulsa wouldn't be a bad addition for Matthew Stafford. And that running back, you know, I think it was a Cam Akers back there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, Casario probably just needs to take a trip out to the West Coast, man, and, and hit the – and do the West Coast circuit. You know, down south they had the chicken circlet for comedians and entertainers back then. He may need to do the West Coast sur- circuit and hit, hit up Arizona. Hit up the Seattle Seahawks. Hit up uh the Rams, man. Hey, who, who need who need a left tackle right now? We got him. And we'll take whatever we can from him. Did you know Bill Barr has nine delicious flavors to choose from? Of course, I'm coming back to you talking about Bill Barr because I believe in it because I believe in the non-delicious flavors. I believe in mint brownie. I believe in peanut butter brownie. I believe in double chocolate. I believe in Built Bar, non-delicious flavors, 17 grams protein, only 130 calories, only four grams of sugar, and only four grams net carbs. So not only is Bilt Bar the best tasting, they're also healthy too. And if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Can't beat that, right, guys? Go to billboard.com and use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your first order. Again, use promo code locked 1515 for 15% off at billboard.com. One reason to repair and maintain your car is to save money that you can use for other important things like mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30 50 or even 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? For example, the Delphi FG1456 fuel pump assembly for a 2005 through 2010 Honda Odyssey costs $300. rockauto.com is for everybody and it does not require a membership or account login go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there how do you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com shout out to trey young man today on the locked on today podcast the atlanta hawks continue to roll in the Playoffs. Shout out to Martin Luther King. This was a dream he had. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. July second is the official deadline for players around the league to opt out. The 2021-22 season for health and safety protocols. Now, we know a handful of players did that last year. I don't see the list being high at all. Honestly, I don't see more than two people opting out, honestly. And it damn show ain't Cole Beasley because Cole Beasley don't give a damn. He ain't taking the vaccine. He ain't doing nothing. He living his life one day at a time. I really suggest you guys go down Cole Beasley's Twitter timeline you will laugh, depending on whatever you feel about the vaccine, you will laugh. But July 2nd, which is in a couple of days, man, uh, does this have any, will this affect Houston in, in, in any way?
0: It's hard to say because this is the deadline for players who want to opt out due to COVID and we haven't heard anything about players deciding or being con- concerned about playing this upcoming year but so 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 we don't know it's hard to say however John what I am a little bit interested to see does this mean that we're going to hear something from Deshaun Watson or part of Watson's camp saying that he's decided to opt out of the 2021 season because yes I understand this is a deadline for players who are deciding to opt out due to COVID concerns but Deshaun Watson can go that route as well now what I would say is this last year when players decided to opt out of the season they received a sniping this year they will not receive a sniping and i don't want to misquote anything but i'm not too sure that they're going to be paid as well so with that being said john this can be a moment for the houston texans and the fan base to see whether or not we're going to hear something from deshaun or at least his camp because regardless of everything that is going on off the field we know that there's drama surrounding Deshaun Watson and his organization on the field. And prior to these allegations coming out, he did say, in fact, that he would rather sit out other than playing another snap for the Houston Texans again. Yeah, I don't think
1: that's going to happen. Like, I don't know if I can add to it. I just don't think that's going to happen, man. I don't think Deshaun is in a position to to, to say that because we know why you're doing it, and it's it's still so still so awkward. And all uh, the the NFL, quote unquote, hasn't stepped in yet. But Deshaun ain't in that position to do that, man. He' not, and um, nor do I think that will happen. Mainly because he's still fighting. Like he he he's actually fighting in choosing to opt out would be a scapegoat. I don't think that's what he's about right now. And I think he and his team led by Rusty Harden, David Malagueda, which we, know we haven't heard anything from. Um, those boys are not necessarily in the business of settling or looking for ways to opt out. So we just ain't going to see no Deshaun Watson this year. You will be seeing more of Cody and some sports guy – in August, Locked On Texans take their talents to YouTube. So we will be providing information on how you can get started watching us on YouTube. Until then, I'm Johnson Sports Guy Hickman. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texans and like us on Facebook.
0: And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen,